Sports of Broad Street Party Time. Just that just that was a shout out to my folks down in Mexico. Almost chente. I don't know what that means. Let's go, let's go Vicente. Vicente Fernandez passed away a couple years ago. So, I took uh, I took deal. I took three years of Spanish. I can tell you jack shit of what he just said. That yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. But we can tell you jack shit about the things that we want to talk about this week, which is mostly Sports kind of off the beaten path. Welcome to Sports on Broad Street. It's Wednesday, so rocking the Hawaiian. It's great. Ah, so because um, you, you know, I, every once in a while I played D and D, um, and a couple weeks ago, the Big Zoe, uh, he definitely um. Well, let's put it this way. I had to roll uh, three D20s of psychic damage for his corn on the cob comments. Um, it's still bothering me. Like I was <laughs> driving home from work and I'm just like corn on the cob. Nope. Nope. So, uh, yeah, so we're, we're just going to probably do away with fun facts. Um, <laughs> and uh, the Benner had an idea of what we could replace it with. Um, so maybe I could start my psychic recovery, but, uh, the Benner, what do you, what do you have for us? He's chugging on something right there. What you chugging on, baby? <laughs> you got that. That's either, that's either a really dark beer or you're having a, a glass of diarrhea. No, that's just pure whiskey. <laughs> He's ruining the segment before it even begins. I know, but, um, <laughs> ladies and, and gentlemen, I would, like once again, like to welcome you back to your weekly programming of National Plastered Radio, also known as NPR. We th- we thank you for your donations uh, across the country, um, in specifically in New Hampshire, North Carolina, New Mexico, Indianapolis, and Denver. Who the fuck is sending us money? God <laughs> damn it! <laughs> No, it's just false advertising. Please continue. We'd like to welcome you back to um, another weekly broadcast of, of sports off Broad Street, located off Broad Street in the seventh layer of hell. As always. <laughs> as, or as, as you always, know, the internet. <laughs> no, Mexico. Hell, hey. Mexico. Wow, we oh. are just going. We're just going like, after Mexico like, for like no reason. New Mexico, but yeah, I'll give you that. <laughs> um, but here on here on Sports Hot Broad Street, we like to dive into what are you thinking? And I am Dr. Fraser Benner, and I am listening. Stotes, what's on your mind? You're not a fucking doctor. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing on my mind. Uh, but the and big then who did I treat? <laughs> 20 bucks in the back of a pickup truck man just... whose who's patient was that who gave you a patient oh my god there's so many questions with this um hilarious random <laughs> thoughts for the week random thoughts for the week um we need uh, there is a national uh problem and we need to fucking fix it it's really fucking bad um, 
we need to start having special licenses for Subarus. Like, Still? I have today alone, I almost got into five accidents with Subarus. Should they be required to have disabled plates on them at all times? I was thinking kind of like in NASCAR, what they do with rookies is they put uh, yellow electrical tape across the back so you know they're a rookie. Or something like student <laughs> student driver on board. <laughs> yeah. They, honestly, they, honestly, they probably need to take a hunter safety course because they need to know how to handle a dangerous weapon such as a Subaru. It is a dangerous weapon. Unmanned, it's a dangerous weapon. It can just explode. Y- y- y'all ever hear that song from Adam Sandler? Piece of shit car. It's a piece of shit car. It's a piece of shit. That's that. That should be playing blasting. Like you know how the ice cream trucks are blasting music. That should be blasting while they're driving the Subarus. It's a piece of shit. Piece of shit. And so you know they're coming. It you know sucks coming. royal dick. Yeah, I might have heard that song once. Once, twice, or 87 million times. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, you know, a little little teenage kid like, yeah, Adam Sandler, yeah, fight, fuck the man. Yeah, it was great. It was great. But Subarus are not. Holy fucking shit. They really do need special training, special license. I mean, when you're going five under in the hammer lane, um, yeah. Yeah, and then a mile down the road, five under in the hammer lane, and out back. God Almighty! So yeah, that those are my thoughts for the week. Thank you, thank you, Stotsy, for your thoughts of the week. Big Zoe, we are listening. So, I think you get to a point in life where you're old enough to think. You know, I don't want to live here anymore. And not here as an earth, but here as in fucking New Mexico. <laughs> as you... <laughs> Wait. <laughs> okay, hold on. I, I before he said before he said the part I don't want to live here anymore, I thought he was gonna stop at I don't wanna live. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ, so we're like no, waiting no, no. two segments in less than a month. <laughs> No, so you know, Jesus. I, as it, the older I get, the more I realize I've I looked south of the border, and I'm like, huh, I'd rather live down in Mexico than in New Mexico, and uh, yeah, I have some land down there, and my wife and I are considering retiring down here instead of staying up here. My retirement goes a long way down there, and over here, I'm like, fuck this noise. How's the, so, how's yeah. the hunting? not even worried about it it's not I, I just how's the hunting if you got land how's the hunting on the land oh you you can't do sh- yeah i mean i have land to build a house on down there and it's close to a beach so uh, wait you've already bought land my brother bought some and gave it gave me a portion of land holy yeah. fuck holy so shit i need to get my mexican citizenship which i can do because my mother was born in mexico so i can get that which i'm gonna get taken care of in the next six months or so and the day we want to move down to Mexico, we're just going to build a house and get the fuck on out. And that is your National Plastered Radio Thoughts of the Day. Dual citizenship, baby! Welcome to the club! They had me in the first half, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, me too. I don't want to be... <laughs> I, I don't want to live. No, I I love living. <laughs> just, yeah, really. uh, well, Big Zoe, we we thank you for 
sharing your thoughts on this week's of Share Your Thoughts. Uh, Dr. Fraser Benner, would you like to speak to yourself and share your thoughts? <laughs> Why, yes, I would, for Dr. Fraser Benner. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sober. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> um, no, so share your thoughts this week. Um, well, let's look into the fucking news, shall, shall we? Um, today um, at the Senate, um, there was a hearing where they describe what physically aliens look like. Uh, define alien here. Um, from Mars. Uh, Area 51, Independence Day, Close Mars Encounters attacks. of the Third Kind, Mars Attacks. Is this, is, is this one of those things where they're doing the shit to throw us off so they can all keep pocketing money over there? Probably, but they were like, yeah. This is what a UFO looks like. I've seen it. It looked like a giant flying Tic Tac, but it was actually a giant flying propane tank, and it had two little like propeller things on it. This was actually said on Senate today, by the way. This is like word for word what the fuck was said. Is Hank Hill a senator now? I, I don't know. I'll tell you the, what. But uh, were there pirate? Uh, were there pilots of this propane tank? Y- yes, there were. Were they human? No, they were not. These were words that were said on the Senate floor today. Just, just saying. Who, um, who, said, who said these words? Um, Some government whistleblower, I guess. I didn't really catch his name. I was more kind of focused on... On the that UFO part, yeah. Pro, UFO slash propane flying tank that hmm. Hank Hill endorsed. Um, <laughs> So that was thought one. The other thought on my mind, um, did you, did you guys um, know that Scientology has what they call a fair game policy? A fair game policy. Yeah. We'll define it. Yeah, fair, please. Fair game to destroy. To destroy what? Um, anyone that works against or speaks against the Church of Scientology. So kind of like that girl from King of Queens or whatever, whatever the fuck. Yeah, Leah Remini. Her. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, and so basically the policy that it, that apparently was written by L. Ron Hubbard himself, that if you are a uh, member of the Church of Scientology and you come across anyone this, on this list, it is fair game to destroy them as you see it in any way. Hey, can, can we make a fair game policy here to destroy Scientologists as we see fit? Because fuck them. Where have you been like this entire time? I, <laughs> I think we already have. The question is like, I mean, do they think we're playing by their rules, or I mean, the fuck do they think they are? You know, I saw. So I, I grew up a Jehovah's Witness, and they do they pull all this kind of shit too. It's like, well, if you're not with us, you're against us, and everyone shun them. And I'm like, I, I also we need to talk to you. I'm like, I don't need to talk to fucking you guys. I don't know. I don't care. I don't. I don't, you know, I, I don't respect your authority. I don't acknowledge your authority. What the fuck do they think they are? You know what I mean? So, and you're right. Yeah, we're already destroying them, so fuck them. I mean, I wouldn't spend money on a Tom Cruise movie, so apparently I am following their guidelines. Well, I mean, you spend money on a movie. It's different than going in, hey, Tom Cruise, I'm going to show up to your church and be part of it and start throwing money into your church. Yeah, but uh, fuck Tom Cruise. What's that? Fuck Tom Cruise, because he's a Scientologist. Oh, yeah, that too. And I, I don't think is, I've seen I don't think I've seen past Mission Impossible one. There was like forty of them now or something like that. Seven. There's seven. This Jesus. was seven. Oh, 47. You know, same thing. It's close enough. Yeah. I mean, you're looking yeah. at well over ten hours of content. But you know, and you know, forty is closer to seven than seven is closer to negative forty. So I'm good to go. He's got a fucking point. <laughs> 
I do. You know, seven to negative 40 is 44 is 44 uh, uh, points. Seven to 40 is 33. So I'm, I'm, I'm still closer. Well, this has been Share Your Thoughts with Dr. Frazier Benner. And you have shared your thoughts in Scientology. Fuck you. Until next time, Seattle. Have a good night. Battlefield Earth. <laughs> All right, wonderful. Oh, you're still with us. Fan freaking tastic. So, yeah, I think we're gonna just keep that one. That's fan. That's fun. That's fun. All right, three topics this week. What the hell is that? R.I.P. Pac-12. And there's a Pac-12, and there's a bear that looks like it's taking a shit. Awesome. I'll explain it later. It's for the George Santos. Wow. Okay. Getting way ahead on this one. Well, yeah, with that, we're just going to go ahead and get into the first topic. Uh, we're going back to Formula One. Um, this is kind of a topic that I brought up. It's just kind of something that I've been seeing, sort of. And it's Mercedes trying, excuse me, to take over the world. Or at least take over the Utes of uh, the sport of automotive racing. So, the Utes, your honor. The Utes. The Utes? The Utes. The Utes. The Utes. For, for, for the record, he, he meant use. <laughs> I've seen too many movies. God damn it. I do declare. What are you wearing in my courtroom? Is that a Hawaiian? <laughs> is that a Hawaiian shirt? It's Wednesday, Your Honor. It's Wednesday. Oh my God! I'll allow it. Fuck them kids. So, anyways, uh, Formula One, uh, Mercedes. So, Mercedes. Most people know them from, at least nowadays in the United States, from Sir Lewis Hamilton and his very impressive seven world championships run. Uh, last week, qualified on the pole, but didn't bring home uh, the big trophy. Uh, Max Verstappen once again did that, is, except is, for isn't it that, got isn't broken. That what at the, isn't that what happens at the strip clubs? They qualify on the pole, but they don't bring home the trophy? Mm, yeah, I might have to ask Dragon Wrangler about that next week. But uh, yeah, the trophy's, the trophy's called anal. Dude, what the fuck? I didn't. No, I didn't even go that far, bro. <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> Okay, Benner. Let's just, you know, like don't even put it just just slam on the accelerator, why don't you? That's I thought fantastic. you would say like trophies called child support or something. <laughs> that's that's second best second place. <laughs> just like those children in their lives. What's going the fuck on? You keep allowing me back on the show. That's what the fuck is going on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I love it. I gotta keep oh, updating the timestamp. We actually move on to the next topic, but I, I don't know. Get get them out. Just get them out. Whatever stripper <laughs> jokes you got, they um, just just keep going. They'll flow. <laughs> All right. So maybe I could get through the actual explanation of the topic this time. Let's try it again. So Mercedes is uh, picking up a lot of young drivers at the end of last season uh, when Haas. 
uh, Formula One team got rid of Mick Schumacher. Mercedes swooped in and had him as a reserve driver. He's done at least one event for Mercedes and driving uh, his father's old vehicle. Um, and obviously, uh, Michael Schumacher being, you know, for some of us older folks, probably the most identifiable Formula One driver of all time. So, Mercedes all of a sudden has interest in a former Red Bull driver uh, by the name of Nick DeVries. So Nick, uh, he was a rookie this year, was uh, racing actually for AlphaTauri, which is the second. Uh, it's kind of like the JV F1 club for Red Bull. It's like developmental. It's to develop the next generation of drivers. But they can DeVries halfway through the season, mostly because his best finish was 12th, which means that he never actually garnered any points. But with this, mostly A, I wanted to get the conspiracy theory out there. But B, I also wanted to bring it up to you guys. Um, where else in sports, or even if you guys want to stick to F1, I know it's not your wheelhouse, have we seen... Uh, peop, uh, other teams pick up the trash, so so to speak, and turn around, develop that young talent into something bigger. And Benner is no longer doctor, so there you go. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna let Zoe roll with this one because my knowledge of F1 is well. Is, that's why I'm opening it up to any sport because I know you guys aren't like racing guys per se. Well, but... I I do I do want to say so, Cabra actually he partied at a at a club or bar or whatever that schumacher was at back when he was living my brother was living in japan and um it was prior to schumacher's uh, you know unfortunate skiing accident that i no one has seen him since a ski accident let's put it that way you know oh he's fine he's at home recovering mm -hmm. for 10 fucking years type of thing um no nah, he is long gone that yeah, is well documented he is gone so it, that's unfortunate um so that that's my fucking knowledge of F1. Um, yeah. Uh, so you're asking about his son, Mick, being picked up by Mercedes and such. Um, and, and what are they doing? They're just putting them like in the back burner to. Yeah, basically I, I... kind of throwing them back into a developmental academy. I mean, the DeVries thing hasn't happened yet either. It was just okay. rumors. But it's kind of looking like that. And so your your question is essentially, you know, what do I think of this? I'm throwing them back to an academy instead of letting them race. Yeah, like, uh, you know, not even an F1 team. I mean, you could apply it to any sport, but yeah. any sport that like garners a lot of, hey, here's some talent that was thrown out elsewhere, and then let's make them succeed. You know. Well, you know the this takes me to, and I think well, Benner will get to college football a little later. Everything with college football where. You have these, you know, the transfer portal and all that. And I'm sure there's these big name schools who are collecting players from other schools and just they're right in the bench, you know, and it's like, hey, we're Alabama and you beat us last year, you know, whoever you are, Georgia. Hey, we want, hey, we're going to give you a four. Uh, the kid at Georgia who was second or third string is going to Alabama now, right at the end of the bench. It's like, well, that's fucking jacked up, man. You're picking up these players who, May have been able to advance. Now you're throwing back to the bottom developmental, so to speak. Um, you know, th think of MLS, you know, think of MLS, uh, Miami, inner Miami recently. All right. You know, they just picked up Messi and, 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 uh, Busquets and, and Jordi Alba. And apparently Suarez is not going to end up making it to inner Miami this year. Um, 
but those guys who had to leave the team for them to get them. It, what, what if Inter Miami had their a developmental team? Like, well, you guys just go play down there. We're just gonna, we're gonna, we're, we're gonna put you on to collect fucking moth, you know, collect cotton balls or whatever. I, I, I don't know that I like that. I'm not, I'm not sure that I'm a big fan of that. Let them go develop elsewhere and keep playing, versus having to ride the pine. Or even, even oh, the, we're, we're going to put them in a develop, developmental league against people who are second and third tier anyways. They're not going to get any better playing playing against second and third tier players. It's like us three wanting to make the NFL and then us three not playing against NFL players. We're going to play against each other. We're never going to get any better. Uh, yeah, says you, the not NFL player. Benner, <laughs> what do I you mean, got for this? I think the easy comparison for me on this one is looking at minor league baseball. You know, the entire system is building on a farm system of young talent, young kids that, you know. Utes, if you will. Utes. Utes. Utes, utes that you do not pay well. I lost the southern accent there. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, <laughs> utes that you do not pay well. Utes that you do not pay well in my courtroom. There it is. <laughs> um, but, you know, barely feed them shitty living customs and all that stuff. But. How many minor league players actually make it to the show? I think the like their percentage is like a single digit, maybe. Um, but the re- why I bring them up is you know, well, right now this time of year it's the major league baseball trade deadline. A lot of prospects are going to get thrown around left and right. Some of those kids in play and not and the some that are not kids anymore, but rather borderline thirty. You know, they're never going to see the show. They're just there to get thrown around in trades and all that stuff. It's like, well, we have, we never really have plans for you to come up to the show. We kind of just need you to fill a roster spot on our double-A team and kind of just use you for trade value, essentially what that is. And and according to the University of Michigan, that number is 10%. Hey, look at that. A little better than I thought. Um but yeah, so I mean, that's my comparison is like, you know, they're stacking up all this young talent and kids that thinking like, you know, they're going to go up to the show at one point. And that's their dream to play Major League Baseball. Lo and behold, like, you know, well, you know, yeah, Mike Stokes is a great right, right fielder, but, you know, Big Zoe, that motherfucker's got that motherfucker's got a better arm. Trade Stokes around the league a little bit, see what we can get from him, build up some more talent and make, and make a run at it. That's all it's going to be it's for for majority of these guys. It's pretty fucked up when you think about it. You're, you're, you're a trade value and nothing else. That's why you're in our double-A system. And the, this instance, yeah, it kind of reminds me of that, but it reminds me more so of the NFL coaching carousel. Right? I who's, mean... Who's how, the young who's the young coach that's going to come up next? And, no, who's the offensive coordinator who used to be a head coach and sucked as a head coach, but they're a little bit better as an offensive coordinator? So now let's go ahead and give them a job again. Immediately in... Hi, New York Jets. You want a fucking medal? They do. They do. Yes. They've earned it. Oh, fuck them. J E T S Fire Fire Fighter Ed is the worst fan ever. I said it out loud. I hope he's a Scientologist. He said the loud part out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Saying what we're all thinking and we all agreeing. I don't know. I mean, I think the coaching carousel, that's a that's a great example. But I think at more at the same time, you could also more, more make a case with the NFL, not with the coaching carousel, but when these teams start saying, all right, what do we need to do to get the first overall pick this year to 
to get that next great player. Oh, you know what let's do? Let's throw out that seventh round quarterback that's only been in the league for two years and have him start this year because, you know, he's probably going to win at most three games and we have a better shot at the first overall pick. That didn't work out well. That didn't work out well for the Patriots back in what, 2000? Nope. (laughs) Six rounder. Hey, (laughs) let's throw out the tight end to play quarterback. What's the worst thing in playoffs? Fuck! But I mean, God, we've seen it how many times, you know, the Colts suck for luck. Miami tanked for Tua. This year it's Caleb Williams. Well, and, and then the Colts past few years suck for whoever happens to be available in the draft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, kid. But, yeah. yeah, sorry, kid. Love you, bro. Thanks for Peyton. Thanks for John. God, y'all just fucking suck to draft a quarterback. Caleb would be, you know, Caleb would be, you know, culos for Caleb. And if you don't know what culo is, look it up. It's a Spanish slang word. Culeros for Caleb. Just, you could just translate it to English. We... It's just assholes for Caleb. Culos for Caleb. <laughs> We want you to be coolos out there on the field. That's right. <laughs> what, what what does that mean? We we tell you to run a play, you don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Crap out for Caleb. I don't know. Crap, for Caleb. Crap your pants for Caleb. <laughs> the whole fan base is shit themselves. Oh, no. <laughs> what is up with you and shit? Oh my Caleb god. Caleb Williams. <laughs> Look, it's going okay, fans. It's time to rap for Caleb. It's just showing people just cab the crap cab. <laughs> people are just holding two corn on the cobs, like I'm doing it real good. <laughs> what does Caleb need? <laughs> I'm bad game. It made that much of an impression. I can't get over it. It's hard. <laughs> you will never forget that fact. No. <laughs> that dad shows no mercy with the corn. Crap for Caleb. <laughs> oh, my God. You see, this conversation, and th- this was off screen, of course, makes me want Caleb Williams to be the next Ryan Leaf even more. Even more. Golly, I need a really good NFL bust. Like a really good one. Like just the goes off the rails. His name is Anthony Richardson. <laughs> just wait for this year, bro. Dude, Bryce Young is five foot sack of shit. You don't think he's going to be a bust? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean high profile. Like the highest of profiles. Bryce like, Young. Bryce Young. No. <laughs> Whose fucking lineman looks like a Make-A-Wish kid trying to get autographs, bro. And Drew Brees survived. He has a chance. Drew Brees is like 5'10", 5'11". Bryce was like 5'7", bro. Drew Brees has like four inches on him. Yeah. <laughs> Just get him taller cleats. Get him some high heels. I don't fucking know. Come on. It's fine. We'll be fine. And when he fails, it's not look Bryce Young. Okay, he did great things at Alabama, but nobody's expecting him to do great things in the NFL. Is what I'm getting at. Well, I mean, when you're the first unless you're Carolina, the, when you're the first pick of the draft. So you know, uh, Bryce Young, I equate him to, no. to a smaller version of Tua Tagovailoa. So that tells you all you need to know. Which look, 
I'm not holding it against the kid that the Carolina Panthers are mentally incompetent, but I mean, come on. Like, why would you draft him for it? It doesn't make fucking sense. Oh and they're not stockpiling talent out there at Carolina. No, they argument. got him and they're like, here, pull a Doug Flutie, will you? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reference for you. Tua, Tua's probably still got more intelligence in that brain in Carolina. Oh, <laughs> including his CTE, post-CTE. He's got the... Yeah. <laughs> hey, did y'all see Tua's new tattoo? He got a full um, tribe sleeve, and he's like, this will protect me. And I'm like, they ain't going to do shit, guy. You're still going to see stars. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them kids. Oh, my God. God. I should have shit on Tua because, like, I want him to be safe and I care about player safety. But my guy, that sleeve ain't doing dick. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it is not. It'd be funny if his sleeve said, "This is my new helmet." <laughs> <laughs> and there's just a little helmet on the elbow, just yeah, right there. <laughs> Week seven, when he gets smacked in the head, did, did my tattoo protect me? <laughs> He's all, that, that, that's some high quality H2O. <laughs> did I pass the spitting test, Mr. Wilson? His ass got got back to the second grade. God, it, it's like in, what was that movie? The, the old college movie where they had number of concussions until someone dies on the scoreboard. What the fuck was that one? I'm, ge- that one? I, I'm guessing. I'm like, this is a shot, a long shot, but I'm guessing it was the program of James Con. No, no. Oh, God. It was. Oh, what the fuck was it? It was like a parody of Friday Night Lights. Oh, the um, the comebacks. I think maybe I God, I can't remember, but yeah, there was just this offensive lineman and they just had this tally that would always go up on the scoreboard every time he got a concussion. So that, that's who Tua reminds me of. Was it was it varsity blues? No. Yeah, know. was it? I think it might have been. That'd be well, that'd be some that'd be something out of varsity blues, but varsity blues was high school. Yeah, this was high school. Oh, I thought you said college. No, 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 no. Oh, uh, Fred, no, sorry. High school. Yeah. Yeah, it could have been varsity blues. Is, is that what that guy's like? I got I, I got my cat scanned. What? I got my cat scanned. <laughs> oh, they, they, scanned, they, they scanned my cat. <laughs> they scanned my cat. They said I could play football. <laughs> oh man, he had he had he had the pet pig and he's like, yeah, that that's my pet dog. That's a pig. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what the fuck? Rest in peace, Paul Walker. Yeah, he was on that oh. movie. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and funny, the thing on that movie, it, it was his knees. It wasn't his head that, that got him. Like, so at least it wasn't like, you know, yeah, hey, you know, here's a, here's here's something that's going to happen in the future. No, nope, they just, they fucked up his knees on that movie. Well, yeah, he got, fucked up yeah. after his car accident, too, so. Two different versions of Paul Walker that got smashed up. Oh. oh. And that, kids, is how you do a Formula One segment. I forgot we were talking about Formula One. Holy fucking shit. Everybody did, including <laughs> me. 
So let's go ahead and move on to our next one. Uh, the Big Zoe, bring us in on uh, the hazing fallout that is occurring at Northeastern currently. Oh, my God. So Northwestern, right? Um, a couple weeks ago, I guess, you know, and well, the, apparently the the investigation started like last November or December or some, or some crap, right? What the fuck is that? former player alumni so yeah so last november december someone made a complaint about hazing they did investigation and it turns out that there was hazing going on in the football program first of all raise your hands if that's a shocker to you there's hazing going on in a major college football program one million dollars so uh, well, they decided to suspend their coach for two weeks. And then after, now get, keep this in mind, the president had all the evidence in front of him, but it was only after the Northwestern newspaper reported what was in that evidence that he decided to take a second look and then fired Pat Fitzgerald, who, by the way, is going to sue them and he's probably going to win. Because if they had an implied, implied contract as to what his penalty is going to be, He's probably going to win that lawsuit, which is crazy when you think about that. And what's We're his gonna... release clause? What's that again? What's his release clause? Uh, I, you know, I had to be fired for cause, and so they they said it's for cause, and he's like, well, because mm. we had. He's had about a... to get that release clause. Then that's well, what's going to happen. Well, they they fired him for cause. Mm-hmm. The thing is that they had shaken hands. There was there was, an, there was a contract between them that this is your mm-hmm. penalty. Nothing more is coming of it. Mm-hmm. And so he's going to turn on and say, you disciplined me for cause. Thus, you couldn't do any more than that. And I think, I honestly think he's going to win or they're going to just pay him out to shut him up. Because yep. um, there, there's going to be a lot more to come from this. So the baseball team now has shit coming up from it. I think the volleyball team has shit coming up from it. Um, this is becoming a mess at Northwestern. Northwestern, guys, is the, and and I'm not saying this like facetiously, they are like the Harvard of Big 12. They're fucking brainiacs over there. Absolutely. You got the, yes, you've got these fucking incredible, incredibly smart student athletes who are like, you know, I didn't sign up for this bullshit. You know, they probably could have gotten, no, no joke. These are kids who could have gone to Stanford. To, they could have gone and played at, at any Ivy League school. These are brilliant fucking kids at UT Austin. And they chose Northwestern. All right. Who would and not they, put UT Austin in the same breath? No, UT Austin, nor a, UT Austin is, is, a, is a very academically high standard school. I'm not going that uh, far. You don't have to agree. Motherfucker. No, we're not. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead and, and look up their average uh, ACTs and shit and then come back and tell me I'm wrong. Okay. The average. No. Uh, for, yeah. ACT doesn't. No. We're talking about people who are going to be NASA astronauts. And shit no. at Northeastern. UT Austin, no. no. UT Austin is pretty fucking brilliant. Kids, the right? worst thing at UT Austin is that's it's just that's where they're uh uh they're oh what's the word I'm looking for? Um move on. I'll think about it. And I'm not oh. saying they're not smart at UT Austin, I'm just saying it's not on the same level. Well, no, they're on the same level as Northwestern, but those Northwestern kids could have gotten into UT Austin. Maybe Eastern. not for actual Northwestern, because they're in Chicago. Northeastern's in, in Boston. Northeastern. Northwestern. Yeah. Northwestern. Map. On the map. On the map. On the map. That's right. On the map. Soy Dora. And I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about half the time. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> oh, man. So either way. 
So they're in a world of hurt right now. There's going to be a lot more investigations going on. The president has the ADs back, even though the ADs when to hire this baseball coach who got in, in some serious trouble recently. I think they fired his ass too. Um, my my, And I don't want to say it to me because hazing, you should not fucking haze. The issue here is that if you think this doesn't happen at these big schools, I've got fucking oceanfront property to sell you in the middle of fucking Wyoming. Um, because this shit happens. Now, who are they gonna hire? What does I I don't know. I don't know what, what's gonna come from that. But at the end of the day, it has to be more than one school who wants to make a difference. It's gotta be and again, the NCAA has no fucking bite. They have all this bark and no bite. What, are they going to step in and start investigating schools for hazing? People are going to have to come out and say something. Just just recently at New Mexico State, my alma mater, they had a, they had an issue with hazing and it was like sexual shit going on in their on their basketball program. Uh, they settled with the two athletes who filed the lawsuit. Every every fucking basketball player from this past season is gone. They've all either transferred or they're waiting to transfer. Their former head coach got fired. He already got a job somewhere like in fucking Missouri or some shit. He's already ready to coach somewhere else. No big deal. You know, and uh, yeah, I what the fuck, you know, biggest problem for me with New Mexico State's thing is that their incoming coach essentially told one of the athletes who had accused the others of hazing, yeah, you're better off not coming here, i.e. you should leave. I don't want you. Which to me is bullshit. It's like you punished him for reporting hazing from your predecessor. Um, and, and this kid's dad, it, by the way, is a big deal in Las Cruces. He played for New Mexico State back in the late 80s, early 90s. He's a head coach at Las Cruces High School. And so that, yeah, I mean, and he might have fucked more. This kid may not get another chance. He's not, he wasn't very big. He's six feet, six one. Um, New Mexico State may have been his only shot at D1 school. He could go to a D, D1A or, well, there's no D1AA, it's all D1 or D2. Um, but yeah, hazing is is still an issue. What do y'all think about what happened at Northwestern? Is this is this just the tip of the iceberg there? Is there more shit to come? Are people going to start reporting more? And is it happening more often or is it just the, we're in the era of social media and everyone just says something? Go ahead, Benner. You rose your hand. Yeah. Did you raise yeah, your hand? The fuck yeah, I did. Yeah, that or you were smelling your armpit. I mean, one of those. Oh, oh there's a corn under there. Um, well, so first off, I want to start this statement um, by Coach did nothing wrong. Uh, hazing builds character. Um, I'm fucking with both of you. What? <laughs> I am fucking with both of you. Um, or you're going to get us canceled from our 60 viewers, bro. What do you think I've been trying to do this entire goddamn time? Every week he says this. What? what yeah. Why do we expect anything different? I, 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 yeah. Gotta continue um, with your whatever. This so is. my point goes into, I don't know if you guys saw this. I was listening to um, the local sports radio on the way home. Uh, PJ Fleck, I believe, is the head coach over at Minnesota. Yeah. Um, he's now being investigated. Shit, too. I don't well, know how to as of today, he is now being investigated for a toxic environment within the football program. Yeah, he, he's a piece of shit. I'm not a fan of PJ Fleck in the least. So the thing, my point is like, okay, there's Northwestern happened. Now Minnesota's being um, investigated. 
um, to Zoe's point, yeah, this is the tip of the iceberg. You know, what's going to happen is you're going to start looking at a huge college football program where that head coach has been there a minimum of 10 years, and they're going to start looking into the program. What's going on? What kind of environment do you have going on? Are your kids happy? Are your kids healthy? Are they, you know, being haze? What's their mental health look like? A lot of people are going to start getting looked at across the fucking country in your power five schools. Um, you know, of course, like, you know, probably Dabble Sweeney and Saban are not even going to be touched because they're just the godsend of the NCAA. Um, even though they need to be. Oh, they just should be first on the list in a fucking heartbeat. Um, yeah, 1A, 1A and 1B, man. And and throw in Jimbo, Jimbo Fisher in there, too. He's a shit. <laughs> and he doesn't I'm, even win. That's the definition. Of I know. A suck. And you know what? If you suck and you're cheating, you still suck. Fuck, man. You suck. You're a <laughs> You're a loser. Yeah. Um, if you're gonna cheat. You better fucking win. If 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 we go after Jimbo Fisher, can I be the one to bitch slap him with the servants? Yeah, you 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 mind if I follow up at that? I, I'm okay with that. You college station motherfucker. Yeah. Sorry, bad blood. Um, I mean, would you have to run away from Florida State because you fucked up that bad? I mean, come on, come on. Yeah, that's well, and then for A and M to pay you that much money after you, you know what I mean? It's like, hey, I just we won because I had the best plan called football that year, and now I'm leaving. Kind of like Gene Chizik with Auburn when he won with Cam Newton, and then he sucked afterwards. He, you know, he went back to his average, which is shit. So, um, no, but essentially, like like Zoe said, this is the tip of the iceberg. You're like you're just you're much bigger Power Five conferences where the coach has been there a minimum of ten years. They're going to start getting looked at because that's Northwestern, Minnesota, and who else in a matter of a couple months, a couple weeks even? Yeah. Um, you know, a prime example, it kind of dates back to the whole Penn State situation. Coach Paterno and the AD knew what the fuck was going on, and it got buried until a local paper figured out what was going on. What, you know... Which wasn't that hard. No, it wasn't. The fact that it took that long is amazing. And not in the good way. No. But yeah, eventually everything comes to light with these programs. Um, and it just goes to show that the NCAA just has no control over what the fuck's going on. Yep. But the media money, though, that's what's important. God, that's all commissioners do nowadays is just negotiate media rights deals that's it except for when you're in the pack 12 because you just no one wants to work with you what do you mean the cw does that's a big number i can't even say that with a straight face i'm sorry i'm pretty sure cw actually passed <laughs> you know you know i i want to say something real no, quick. we're gonna bring back the flash i yeah exactly let's do that instead of the fucking pack 12 that tells you all you need to know um so benner on your on your point there regarding fleck so their athletic director defended Fleck. He said, PJ and our program are unique. They put themselves out there in new and different ways, well, but always in a first-class manner. And after nearly seven years, it's clear to me that's what makes PJ and our program so successful. And, he, and then he goes, and, and I mean, oh, yeah, I, I can just, yeah. I always encourage all of our student-athletes, including every member of our football team, to reach out to me directly if they encounter any issues. To date, I have not heard from a single football student athlete about the allegations rate. No fucking shit. Do you know? I mean, if if that shit's going on, 
are you going to report it while you're there? Chances are no, because you're gonna you're gonna pay the fucking price. You're gonna lose your scholarship, or or they're gonna fucking haze the shit out of you because you reported them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's you know, it's it's and, and I mean, it's the whole circle of why are the amateurs because they're college athletes? Okay, well, great. Well, why are they college? Because they're amateurs. Well, why aren't they? Prefer- you know, it's it's circular. Well, of course they haven't reported me. Look, well, they haven't reported anything to me. Well, because they report something to you, you're gonna fucking make it worse. You're gonna tell PJ, hey, John Doe, your fucking long snapper reported that you were doing X Y Z. Next thing you know, John Doe, the long snapper, you know, is running extra laps, and PJ saying, hey, hey, good job, report me again, bitch, and lose your scholarship. Fuck no, they, they're getting blackballed. That kid is cut, and he is blackballed. He can't go anywhere else. Yeah. That's how they handle hazing allegations now until shit like this comes up in a big manner. Yeah, I, I, I have never been a fan of PJ Fleck. I've he's always seemed really fake to me. Um dude, he, he he coaches a team called the Minnesota Gophers. He has to be fake. No, no, no. The Golden Gophers, bro. That means that means he's pissing all over them. All right, Ar- and that's where the hazing began. All right, R. Kelly, let's calm the fuck down. He's gonna piss on him all day long. With Tom Cruise is in the closet, pissing on the gophers. So I pull out my gun. God, Minnesota's so confusing. <laughs> there you go. There's there's Northwestern there for you. Look, notice how packed that stadium is. Damn. Mathletes, mathletes, baby. As Randy Bethel at the University of Miami said back in 91, 92, I have never seen a stadium get filled to watch a science project. Oh, man. Unless you're the University of Tennessee, because then your field is a science project because the cadavers are stored underneath. Oh, oh. Harsh. Sad but true. Yeah. You know sad. it's sad but true. And no reach up and grab you. Whiskey. Jalapeno ale. Jalapenos. I'm Emerald Lagasse and I pronounce it jalapenos. Jalapenos. Jalapeno. On a stick. On a stick. Dang. I'm cultured. He used to say. Yeah. So what comes to mind with Northwestern, why I was saying Northeastern, I have no fucking clue. Because you live close to Northeastern, bro. Uh, Yeah, yeah, but I think I got some Tua coming. It it rubbed off on me or something. So, yeah, I was just like, Northeastern, yeah, that's fine. But my tattoo will save me. But uh, what a (laughs) fall from grace. For Northwestern, years ago, when the Ed O'Bannon case was first being heard, Northwestern students came out and tried to unionize to sue the NCAA so that they could get things like health insurance and health insurance (laughs) and like more than a hundred bucks a week. What the fuck? For for the, for those listening to us, United States health insurance is where you actually get taken care of. 
if you're listening to any other country that's uh civilized on the planet yeah we just kind of like die here or lose a limb and they give us a band-aid and that's seven thousand dollars so hey your, hey your credit card was rejected um i need you to go outside and die okay thanks yeah, <laughs> yeah. thanks yeah so um yeah wow we went there already so yeah northwestern holy shit i mean but really what a fall from fucking grace that you go from oh we can't unionize to well i'm gonna shove a broomstick up somebody's ass or or how do you do that or a corn cob god fucking damn it oh god this is starting to become amazing you know we're just we're just studying history They, they, they weren't hazing they were they were teaching a history lesson. Now the, the constant reminder it's starting to feel like hazing. <laughs> oh God. Ben or bring us out of this, Ben Heimer. How do you want me to break us out of this? I already said I, I don't I, I I have no idea at this point. <laughs> Every program's getting investigated. We're all fucked. It's all over. God damn it. Here goes the NCAA. It's humanity. Well, thank God it's going away. That was that's kind of lovely. You know, what? but that would make my my master's in sports law with a concentration on NCAA compliance worthless. It's <laughs> 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 a way. Stones. I mean, not so, that, so. Then it's a historian or a historical <laughs> degree. So not really. I have a master's in history. Oh, history. Well, not really history, but NCAA compliance. <laughs> He's one of the elders. <laughs> Listen, so. So I love you. All love. I say this with all love and no hate. Concentration and incidentally compliance, man. That's never been a legit thing. It's been a theory since its beginning. It was legit. It was legit. Like, no one cared, but it was legit. No, I know what I mean. Is like compliance just doesn't exist. It's a theory to the NCAA. Oh, at this point, they're just all turning, turning the other eye. You don't turn the cheek. Just turn the other way. No. You ever seen that episode of South Park with the with the um, Margaritaville? Like, I want to return this Margaritaville. It's like I have oh. not. No. Okay. It's like, all right, we're gonna determine how much your Margaritaville is worth. And what did they do? Well, they cut up the head off a chicken, threw it on like a like a little board, and wherever the chicken landed on, yeah. that's what that's what <laughs> it was. It was I, running around. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm pretty sure that the NCAA just cuts the head off a chicken, throws it like onto a little board of like little squares that are like marked like suspend coach, death penalty team, um, <laughs> suspend player for getting living in an apartment. It's like type of situation. It's like at the end of the Price is Right when they when they fucking grab that wheel and spin it, whatever <laughs> yeah. it lands on. That's 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 the best the punishment. One of the punishments is oh you you lose a meal for a day, and then the one dollar is you get suspended. You the, the fucking death penalty. <laughs> Which this the big the biggest square that they land on the most. Um, in bed with gambling companies with to make money that they don't pay students. That's, that's the biggest right. square they land on. DraftKings, we're talking about you, baby. Sponsor us, bitches. Sponsor us. We just said your name. (laughs) We know you're hey, we know you're in bed with the NFL. Pay us or we'll expose it. It's already well past exposed. They're like, yeah, everyone in the NFL. I tried. Everybody going to NFL preseason games is going to be like, I could bid on everything. Now I'm going to fight my neighbor. Yeah, I love (laughs) betting. Miracle. 
fuck you. Come with the save the motherfucking day. Yeah, we've gambled that. America. <laughs> the only thing I would bet on the preseason is that, generally speaking, there is an injury that causes Ezekiel Elliott to get signed somewhere. That's the only thing I would bet on. Only thing I would bet on for the preseason is I ain't watching it. Let's go. I just, I, just bet on the... I don't watch the regular season. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Like I, I just, I just bet on the Rockies to lose. <laughs> That's a good bet. That's I've, a really good bet. I've only lost thirty nine times this year. So you, <laughs> so, so you won about seventy times. Yeah. <laughs> was, like, like. Like today, the Rockies in the third inning were up four to nothing, and I still bet on the Nationals. Did they win? I yeah, Nationals won. <laughs> <laughs> they came back and scored five runs in the ninth inning. Yeah, that that would that would sound about right. That would sound uh, about right. I, so yeah, hey, thanks Daniel Bard for choking your career away. I won twenty bucks. <laughs> you know, there's only there's only two teams that are like worse than that and that would be the royals at 29 and 75 Oof. and the a's at 28 and 75 hell so, yeah well that's just not as fun it's major league out in oakland right now Dude, i don't know what the fuck they're doing out in oakland but the rockies are 18 and a half back the a's are 31 and a half <laughs> damn speaking of we don't know what the hell that they are doing the better bring us into our last topic uh deshaun watson is still a piece of shit um so warning this is a bit of a my question and my statement is going to be a bit biased okay so fair warning there okay Uh, so how is deshaun watson a piece of shit not not biased of course that is not biased um this my whole topic is actually aimed more at the fucking media than deshaun watson but he does play a part into it um, as training camp has started this week across the NFL, um, obviously like quarterbacks, franchise players, star players are getting interviewed after before and after practice and shit like that. Um, Deshaun Watson, his suspension is over. I don't know how the fuck that's even. I can't believe I just said those words. His suspension is over. Um, it was over last year, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah I still can't. After I still, ten games, yeah. I still can't believe that's that we are saying that. Um, he turned around and said, like, they asked him, like, you know, how are you going to approach this season after after everything that happened in 2022? Well, he turned and said, like, well, you know, the media created this narrative about yeah. my, invo- my involvement with these women. It's like, motherfucker, it wasn't a goddamn narrative. You fucking did it. And, yeah, you, I don't know how to, but I don't have to go into the details and explain how you did it or why you did it or the proof that you did it because everyone just fucking knows that you did it and it's just it's so long standing now that it ain't a fucking narrative. So, but I say this that it's almost kind of true on his part. The media made it a narrative by dropping it like they did. They didn't. They didn't hold him accountable. After a certain amount of time, once that suspension ended and he was playing football again, it kind of just seemed like the media just kind of just let it go. Well, there's other stories out there. Let's go talk about fucking Aaron Rodgers for seven months, where he's going to go in his dark room conspiracies and all that shit. Darkness retreat. So, and, you know, so they, they, the media, NFL media just goes off and just talks about whatever instead of just 
keep focusing on Deshaun Watson, who's still being investigated, who still has all this shit against him. Case is not gone. It's still going. But yeah, the media dropped it. The media essentially made the narrative by dropping it. And the bias comes in because I ask you guys, why the fuck has the national sports media folk, you know, spent almost a full year talking about Russell Wilson in his bad play instead of focusing on major issues like Deshaun fucking Watson. Every other fucking day, you hear something on ESPN or F- or FS1 or CBS that, oh, Russell Wilson's fucked this, Russell Wilson this. They're so focused on him, yet Deshaun Watson's over here essentially getting away with like 20 plus counts of sexual assault because the media just doesn't want to talk about it anymore. No, I don't think it's what the media want to talk about anymore. The story got old and it got obvious. I mean, he did it. He obviously did it. He's going to keep saying he didn't do it like he did. Oh, the media made this narrative. We didn't make a fucking narrative. The media wasn't sitting here making shit up. You did this shit and the media was reporting on it. You know, um, initially I was one of the fir- I was one of the first to say, you know what? Yeah, wait till all the facts come out, blah, blah, blah. And at the end, I was like, fuck this guy. You know what I mean? I, I and I, granted, I think that goes to my 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 legal training. Is like I'm always always waiting. Wait till the facts come out. We I don't judge people. To, but at the end of the day, motherfucker was guilty as sin. You know what I mean? Once that was that was done, that was done. We all know he was fucking guilty. He can sit here and say till he's blue in the face that oh my god, you know the media spun this narrative. We all know he's full of shit. Whereas at the end of the day. The media is not spinning a narrative about Russell Wilson sucking ass. He sucked ass last year, and he's got he's got to not suck ass this year. But, you know? get, but my 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 point is like when when the the Sean the Sean Watson story hasn't gone away, like it's still alive and well, and this dude's just openly playing in the NFL. Yet the what would, NFL media would rather talk about Russell Wilson's issues, Aaron Rodgers' dark room conspiracies, um, Tua's head injuries, and whatever Bill Belichick is doing on God knows what. And I'd have to disagree with you. I think, I think Russell, uh, uh, fucking Russell, Deshaun Watson's thing is done. Unless more people come out and start accusing him of shit. It's done. It's, it's, he's a piece of shit. I think that that's been pretty damn well established and people are just going to, that's it. He's a piece of shit and he's going to be a piece of shit. If, if he plays another 10 years in the league, He's going to be a piece of shit for the next 10 fucking years. He's not going to, this is not something that's going to go away from him. They don't need to keep harping on this. Now, to your point about why they're harping on like, you know, fucking Aaron Rodgers, dark room. I don't know. Uh, maybe people just want to give him shit for being who he is. He's just, he's, he's kind of a funky dude. I don't give a fuck about him. Thing, thing, I don't give a fuck about him being a funky dude. So there's nothing there to really you know whatever so the media is pushing they're trying to get people to give a fuck maybe i don't i don't really care that he's a funky dude and do his darkroom shit or whatever and break up with that same girl over and over again who he was going to marry last year or not marry and it's funny because you know someone went when they saw a picture someone said hey look aaron Rodgers scoring sixes on and off the field <laughs> so that that was, that was oh kind of yeah that that was that was kind of funny um but no i think i and it, this is not saying right or wrong, but I just think I think Deshaun Watson is now known as a piece of shit. You know, he just is what he is. Why? Why keep harping? We all know he's a piece of shit. You know, if I mean, it, it, to me, the biggest issue with what came out today was him saying the media spun this narrative. The media didn't spin a fucking narrative. You're a piece of shit. 
You're a piece of shit. He's trying to make it seem like it's not his fault. He's just giving them something more to talk about now. And so now I think we're going to see a revival in, in, in the media talking about him. And in turn, it's going to make him say, I told you the media is the one talking about it. No, you motherfucker. No one cared because you served your suspension. You've settled with whoever you're going to settle with. Everyone kind of moved on because you're a piece of shit. No one believes anything you say anymore. And now, now you've made it into an issue again. So he's made this an issue again. It's going to be an issue again. You know, I don't know why they're harping on Russ. Maybe because he sucked last year and he needs to prove himself this year. But at the end of the day, fucking... Deshaun Watson has proven what he is. He's a piece of shit. Russ is just not that big of a fucking topic, though. I guess that's where my issue is. Like, yeah, he sucked. He's working to get better. Cool. That's not eight months worth of TV. Well, we were also with the Deshaun Watson story for a long time. It was not a a fast burn. It was very, very slow. Stuff coming out just about every day. There's burnout from that, right? It's kind of, you know, unfortunately, it's like COVID now. Do you see any COVID stories? Once in a blue moon, maybe. Everybody's burnt out from it, but people are still dying from it. It's one of those things that the media is there in this country to make a profit. At some point, they have to make a profit, and you have to have stories that are going to bring people in. Now, Russell Wilson, um, what he did with his alleged Bronco is reason enough to shit on him, especially with how bad he played. Like, what kind of fucking doomsday car is that? Get rid of it and, you know, get your head checked out, but not by two as people because they just don't know what they're doing. But I think that's more of the reason behind this this story we've been with this story for two years plus that's fair i i i I see your point i just i guess my beef is with with sports media i know you guys are going to make a profit but talking about aaron Rodgers' dark room Tua's concussions and russell wilson sucking for eight months straight you know it's it's almost borderline into the espn level where it's like LeBron tweeted this, Tom Brady said this type era. Well, and it also goes to this. There is not that much sports news out there for the NFL. They play 17 regular season games a year. They play three preseason games a year. How many days are in a year? Anybody know? 65, baby. Yeah. There's a lot of days and a lot of content to fill. And good Lord, I mean, the microscope on the NFL is a very misaligned and should be looking at all the ways that they continually screw our tax system. That's a different topic for a different day. But B, the stuff they do focus on, it's dog shit all the time. It's dog shit. All the fucking time. Like if you watched uh, uh, that quarterback series on Netflix, when it's following Marcus Mariota and it's like, okay, he had a kid and then he went and had surgery, you know, like right after he was benched and whatnot. And me is like, oh man, he just left. Why did he leave? Well, he's when the owner says, yeah, you're not going to start for the next four weeks. And he says, I'm going to go get healthy and maybe spend time with my child while I'm yes. recovering from surgery. And then the media comes out, oh, he's not here. He's awful. He's not a good teammate. I mean, 
it's like the lowest level of journalism there, which I would also argue is a lot of people who cover the NFL because they're essentially beat writer fans. It's, I, I think it's a byproduct of that machine in a lot of ways. Yeah. And going off Stokes' thing about, you know, it being a slow burn, um, back in the Ray Rice incident years ago, back with the Ezekiel Elliott incident years ago, um, slow burn. Once the punishment was handed down, everyone fucking moved on. And though, I mean, Ray Rice beat his fucking now, now wife is then fiance. You know, Ezekiel Elliott was accused of beating a, a, a girlfriend or maybe just a flame or something, you know, so this, this wasn't, this wasn't, outside of the realm of what Deshaun what now was with one person. It wasn't with 25 accusations or whatever, but it was outside the same realm. So once Deshaun Watson's thing got settled, you know, him with his accusers and in the NFL punishing them, I think, I think that was the, that was for the writers to say, okay, we're done with this. What's next. And the dude, it's, it's low hanging fruit is what it is. What's the lowest hanging fruit right now. Can Russ get better next year? That's low hanging, you know, cause that's something that, Hey, can he do better? Because he he did not play up his potential last year, you know. Aaron Rodgers still fucking crazy, you know what I mean? That that's mm-hmm. low hanging fruit. It's easy for them to talk about that shit because mm-hmm. you can go for that forever. But I think to Sox's point, after a while, you get kind of burned out. We're hearing the same. Okay, we we know what he was accused of. We know this. That I want to move on. And I I mean to be a total dick about this, people want to think about football now rather than the peripherals of it. And football now means Russell Wilson has to perform rather than. You know, did Russell Wilson beat up Ciara? You know, and if if that if that were to happen, that would be a story until he got punished, and then that would go away. It just I I don't I I can't tell you the mentality behind it. It just is what it is. If you look at the history of 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 you know journalism when it comes to sports, they'll cover something. You know, when it comes to a crime, they'll cover something, and then the crime's done, and they're punishing, and they move on to the next thing. It just is mm-hmm. it is what it is. It is what it is. You know, Aaron Hernandez was covered ad nauseum. Until he got convicted, and then they went on to the next thing. They they literally went on to the next thing. You you, you didn't hear anything about it again until years later when he until he died, and then and he yeah. fucking died. That was you know what I mean, yeah. You know, and, and so I think that's what it is. You know I and you know Benner, I I get it. You're a Broncos fan, and you fucking hate hearing about this over and over and over again, dude. It comes with the territory. You know I'm a Cowboys fan. My team sucks. You know and, and, and oh their record was good. They're not very good. And if they don't perform this year. You know, if Dak Prescott perform, people people are already questioning. Did he get overpaid too? Yes, I think yeah. he did. I'm all fucking year long, but I'm not going to sit here and be like, "Well, why can't we talk about something else instead?" Because it is what it is, man. It just is. It's it's what sports fans want to hear. If I want to hear like really horrendous news, I'll turn on fucking ABC News or CNN or whatever. If I want to hear sports news, that's what that's what I'm watching because I I vicariously I think that I could have done better. God knows I couldn't have because I didn't have an ounce of their fucking athletic talent. But you know, it, it, so it's just it's this fantasy world we want to stay in, and you keep you keep feeding that fantasy world of sports, 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 sports. Every once in a while, you get something that comes in from the outside that infiltrates it. Once it's done, it's kicked back out, and we just live in this fantasy land. Now, to kind of go off of Benner's point and not just berate him. um, You can. It's fine. Yeah, okay. We love you, Benner. I know. Kyler Murray, like, why is he not a bigger story? (laughs) That dude needs to be these fucking Thank you! Thank you! That guy hasn't proven anything, and he's he's getting paid big bucks. 
At the very least, Russell Wilson has won the Super Bowl, been to two, been in the playoffs all these years. And last year, I would venture to say, was not his fucking fault. Nathaniel Hackett couldn't coach to save his fucking life. But Kyler Murray just sucks as an NFL quarterback. When you have to write into a contract, you have to watch video for a professional sports contract. Dude, he got it taken out of his contract. (laughs) He's got a great agent. (laughs) He got it taken out of his contract. You know, and he'd be a great slot receiver. He can fucking move in, in open space. He's not a great quarterback. He's not a great quarterback. You know, fuck that guy. Yo, Lincoln Riley has a, has done a great job in college of getting these quarterbacks to look like number one overall picks, only to find out they're not. Well, Jalen Hurts actually mm-hmm. looks the part, and he yeah. was a number one. Pick. He, yeah, he does. But yeah, Calvary, but the, the difference the difference is Jalen Hurts got three years of Nick Saban's before we got to Lincoln Riley. Yeah, but he didn't play the way he played in Alabama, the way he played at Oklahoma. I guess my I guess I'm more referencing to Kyler Murray and uh, Baker fucking Mayfield. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I defend that guy. Um, so do I. But Lord knows we were wrong in that one, didn't weren't we? Not on well for one. now. You never know. Tampa Bay. Uh, it's wait. a shit division. He might hang on. Can't he, wait he's to not going it. to. He's can't not- wait to can't wait to add the Tampa Bay jersey to the rainbow. Um- <laughs> I'll sit here and I will take. I'll take two shots of gin at the end of this upcoming season if Tampa makes the playoffs with Baker Mayfield starting more than half their games. So oh, my God. As a, as a starter, he starts four games and make the playoffs because, you know, they replaced him. No, he'll start more than half their game. Make the playoffs, I'll take two shots of gin. I'll probably puke it all up right here on the air, too. <laughs> I'll, do a sh- I'll do a shot of Malor for every win. <laughs> Tampa Bay has for every win, for every win with Baker Mayfield a quarterback. Y'all, y'all heard that. Y'all heard that. That's no, that's it. Oh no one God. tell Caleb. <laughs> oh my God! Stotes. My phone. Stotes. You are in trouble, Benner, because he's going to win a game or two. You know that. I yeah. hope that, they that run the table. Sucks. We'll record that. Hey, ever seen that YouTube commercial of? <laughs> Where the dude did like testing out the um the lore. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, the even... fake test, yeah. Yeah. Um no, I guess like look, there's thirty I guess my thought is there's thirty two other teams. There's thirty one. Thirty one uh, other thir- thank you. Thirty one thirty <laughs> thirty one others, yeah. And then the alcohol took hold. It did a while ago. Um the, there's thirty one other teams. There's one thousand six hundred and ninety five other players on current active rosters. You know, for God's sakes, like, oh, what? Like, they're not going to talk about it because they got to protect Roger Goodell. But can why are we like? Can we probably dive into more how your fucking NFL owners are in bed with gambling companies, and that's why they're just like putting the hammer down on all these players, like getting indefinite suspensions. Well, it's like, well, you know, we kind of have to like, you know, put the hammer down and punish them extremely. Otherwise, you know, we, we're going to lose millions of dollars. So uh, throw the fucking book at him and kill their entire career. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a, I, I think that's a. I, I like that topic. I think that is a topic for another day because we can really get into that. I think that's bullshit. You know, we've I, talked mm-hmm. about that before. I, that's fucking crap. I just, I just think that's a better topic than this quarterback's contract or this quarterback's um, workout video or this running back Zoom conference. Well, it's pretty easy. All you have to do is misdirect. Hey, look over here while we rob you of billions of dollars in taxes. 
What? Why did I say that again? Who the fuck knows? Speaking of robbery, I think that's one of the things that George Santos has been uh, at least accused of at some point, at least from one puppy mill that I can think of. But that brings us to our last topic of the night. Oh, yeah, he robbed a puppy mill. Uh, the George Santos moments of absolute truth for this week. The Big Zoe, let's go to you. What is your George Santos moment of absolute truth for this week? If you don't mind, I'm going to throw it to Benner because I, I also have a college football one. I don't think it's the same one as him, but I think it might piggyback off his, and I don't want to steal any of his thunder. Is that all right with you, Stokesy? Hey, Benenheim. Uh, <laughs> Benner. Is, what right. is your George Santos moment of absolute truth? Yeah. So I got two. I only had one, but then something happened to it that I had to bring up as well. Oh, yes. um, that's the first one. Um, <laughs> well, uh, Messi, um, he, he essentially followed Stoltz's background and said, fuck them kids. Um, fuck them kids, Michael Jordan. For, for, you know, if you didn't watch any sports programming or on Twitter, or I should say x.com, um, for the last week and a half, um, Messi's debut in Miami took place, and all the stars were out. You know, LeBron Brown was there, Kim Kardashian was there, and and all the shit. And that's what we were focusing on: is all these big name celebrities having front row seats in Miami to watch Messi play. And again, Messi had a f- tremendous game, and you know that that you know that final goal was fucking amazing. That's pure Messi. Um, what I got beat for Messi for is like, why the fuck did you give your jersey to Kim Kardashian's kid? Fuck them kids. You no, not just fuck them kids. Fuck them poor kids. We're gonna give it to the we're giving it to Kim K's kid. Yeah, because because he couldn't. You know, you know, she couldn't afford to get him anything. So Lionel <laughs> Messi, Lionel Messi doesn't like. Poor children. There's your moment of absolute truth, part one. Oh. <laughs> part two. Um, the Pac-12 football conference is on. They were on suicide warning. Now they're just dead. Okay. They're dead. They they went to Walmart, bought the rope, put it on the credit card, so Walmart paid for it. Went home and just did, just did the do, just did the job. Well, the rope broke if they bought it at Walmart. They should have gone like True Value or something. You, you go either Harbor way. Freight. Either Harbor way, Freight. you put it on the credit card so they pay for it. There was just a sale at Walmart, so they went cheap. <laughs> but why am I saying that? Well, essentially because it was announced today that the uh, University of Colorado Boulder um, is going back to the Big 12 in 2024. This is a done deal. They are signing the application first thing tomorrow morning. Probably they probably have signed it by the time this episode is on YouTube. Um, go, you know, with them going to the Big Twelve, they're also being awarded thirty-seven point one million dollars in media money. The Pac-12 lost UC, uh, UCS and the UCLA over a year ago. Dion was their last saving grace. Now he's running for the Big Twelve. And he got 37, his program has got $37 million. $37 million. Dollars. Dollars. Mr. Dollars. Powers. Dollars, Mr. Powers. Um, you know, I think it's fucking hilarious uh, because Pac-12 Media Day was a week ago and their commissioner was like, yeah, we don't have a media deal. We'll figure it out. So none of, so none of their teams are making any media money this year as of right now. 
their coaches were way more focused on calling Deion Sanders a distraction and a disgrace to how they handle college football because they have any room to fucking talk. And your only chance of making media money said, okay, cool. <laughs> Deuces. Bye. Have fun in purgatory. I'm going to go play Texas Tech and win seven games a year. Get fucked, homie. Um, so, yeah, moment of absolute truth. Uh, the Pac-12 is dead. They're dead, dead. Give it like I give it, I give it forty-eight hours, and you're going to start seeing other teams trying to to break off and find other conferences because they just lost their outside of Utah. They just lost three powerhouses that were going to drive that thing. Uh, Utah going to the Big Twelve? What? Huh? Mountain West ain't looking so bad now, is it? Not Boise. <laughs> Leave Boise alone. They didn't do anything to you. No, but they killed a lot of ducks. Hi, Oregon. No, no, I, I meant literally. They killed ducks, but with their fucking the blue field, bro. Yeah, the blue field is awesome. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. Bam! Oh, now you're really going to hear it. Ducks fucking flew into that shit. If they don't put the tarp on there, they had a duck removal guy on staff full time. I don't want to <laughs> hear it from you, Jesus. We didn't even get into the multiple color fields thing. Oh, my God. The duck shouldn't have been there. Mm. They think it's water. Go to school. Learn learn what's water and learn what's turf. Bro. God, that reminds me of this this (laughs) one person that I used to work with. Oh, God, it was a high school job. um, Who said that we were driving somewhere and she was like, Hey, here's a question. How did the deer note across the street right here after passing a deer crossing sign? That's essentially what I heard you say right then, Benner. Yeah, but I didn't mean it. I just was a sarcastic asshole. She meant it. Oh, yeah. South's a fun place. So my George Santos moment of absolute truth is um was actually unintentionally previewed by Benner when he mentioned Twitter and the X. I'm sure some of you Twitter users might have realized the or seen the X. Um, Elon Musk, when he was uh, in charge of PayScale, wanted to change the name of PayScale to just X. That'd be, that, that would be PayPal. Or PayPal. Yes. Man, I'm, I'm just all dyslexic today or something. Right. Northwestern. PayScale. <laughs> PayPal. PayScale. Pal. Instead of hazing, it's hazelnut hazel cream so cream pie you move along move along move along like i know i'll do elon musk wanted or he did do, do the change to twitter and you see the x on there can any of you guys tell me who owns the copyright for x just x across all digital channels I'm going to go out. I, I was going to say earlier, fucking uh, Des Bryant, throw up DX, baby. But I'm wrong. Pornhub? Wrong. Wrong. Porn, yeah, no. X videos. X- Mark Zuckerberg. What? No. <laughs> yeah. No. Me- Meta way. owns the fucking trade or uh, the fucking copyright trademark for X on social media channels, and Elon's using it. So, you know, like this whole, oh, I'm going to fight him in a cage match bullshit. It's like, well, my lawyers are going to fuck you in real life. 
I can't wait for it. And oh my god, like Elon Musk is somehow the like saving grace for Mark Zuckerberg, which is weird. But Elon yeah, Musk, or, or they're working together, bro. God, you'd think they probably are at this point. And we're all, we're all, we're all the fucking. You know, what is it? The whole world's a stage and we're all just actors or whatever. That's us right now. They're working together and we're in their fucking little play. Yeah, except we're NPCs. <laughs> Not me. I took the red pill. <laughs> whatever Keanu took. I don't know. You can't. Matrix. Matrix. And that's going to wrap up our George Santos moments of absolute. Oh, no, I, I didn't give mine. I didn't give mine. <laughs> you don't get to. Now go oh, for it. Fuck that. <laughs> just oh, kidding. God, do I? Okay, good. So, just fuck, I just fucked things up so bad. We have to end it now. Yeah. I know you wanted to piggyback Benner, but I was just like, dude, we got to get away from that conversation for a second. Well, you know, Benner mentioned the Pac 12. Mine is Colorado themselves, okay? Now, Benner, Benner mentioned that they're, you know, they're signing, they have to have a public um, board meeting tomorrow, at, and I think it's tomorrow evening. Semantics, right? Okay. This is a, re- they say, oh, they're moving to the Big 12. No, they're returning to the Big 12. Let's not forget, they were there from 96 to 2010. So why is it Colorado? Well, what has Colorado done in the Pac-12 from 2011 to now? Okay. Nothing. Zero bowl wins, two winning seasons. That's it. So, in reality, the Big 12 is getting someone to fucking just trample over so that they, they can they can have that one shitty-ass team that everyone can, can fucking pad their, their schedule with. This team sucks. They suck. Um, I mean, okay, let's, get, let's time out. Please explain to me who in the Big 12 is good. Everyone, everyone's better than Colorado. They don't have to be good. You just got to be better than Colorado. You know, it's like that, it's like that thing where if a bear attacks you and I, I don't have to be faster than the Bears. I have to be faster than you. I think Colorado with their transfers and Dion's hype is going to be a lot better than teams in both the Pac-12 and the Big Let's let's say that you got Texas and Oklahoma leaving. Okay. Yeah. Uh, TCU just, like, lost 20 starters to the draft. And they're lucky as shit, too, last year. They were very lucky. Let's, let's, not, not, like, let's put that in the fucking perspective. That was a fucking Jesus Christ Christmas miracle on August. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Texas Tech. Frogs. Yeah, Texas Tech hasn't been shit. They didn't win shit with Patrick. Oh, the Texas homes. Tech is trending upwards. Look at their look at their schedule the last couple so years. So is Colorado. So is my chances of they prostate cancer. Upwards. They've won one game like in two years, bro. Was D on their coach? Like you don't, we don't know what they're gonna trend with him right now. They're an unknown. Completely that's unknown. yeah that's fine come out swinging, bro. that's fine they could be an unknown so my point is like your your two powerhouses of the big 12 are leaving to the sec to die there tcu has nothing on their roster texas texas tech hasn't been shit in years i don't care what you say if they're trending up they've been trending up for over a fucking decade okay uh, been uh, like two three years that's it they've been they were shit before well they get hyped up for some goddamn reason every single year for a little bit. Um, am I really supposed to take the University of Houston seriously? No, kiss my ass. Am I <laughs> be really? Colorado. Am I really supposed to take BYU seriously? They'll be Colorado. Fucked off on that one. That. <laughs> they will beat Colorado. I mean, you got two teams that get like top twenty-five votes there. So if, far. BYU, if BYU 
beats Colorado, I will pound a handle of Jose Cuervo. Let's do it. All right. I, I'm okay. And are you going to throw in for this bet, the big Zoe? Uh, no, because I don't want to pound a fucking handle of Jose Cuervo. I'm not. I, I I'm I'm not 26 years old anymore, or whatever you know. Benner is. I'm 46. That do would not see me. the. Do you that not see the gray me. in my beard? That would I'll die me. anyways. At, at my age, bro. I'll tell you what. I will take. Uh, let's do four shots of gin if you if, if Colorado beats BYU. All right. I'll then I'll tone it down. Four shots of Jose Cuervo. Four shots of gin. We'll match all, it. All yeah. in one episode. Yes, all, I absolutely. am. I am not going to stand here and say some Mormon fuck is going to beat primetime. I don't. I don't really care if they're Mormons or Catholics or fucking, you know, Seventh Day Adventists or Scientologists. BYU is going to beat Colorado. Yeah, and so, BYU doesn't just uh, go after Mormons too. So no, no, don't, no. You they, know where I meant. They got rid of that shit a mm-hmm. long time ago when they decided Jim to Jim McMahon, Catholic Jim McMahon, to go in, fuck girls, get drunk, and win football games. So. Huh. I, yeah. I just I am I am not about to believe that a team that was independent for so goddamn long and hasn't been in conference play for so God knows how long is going to come into the Big Twelve and run it. Maybe Cincinnati. Oh, here's the thing, Bitter. They don't have to mm. run it. They just have to be Colorado now. <laughs> that's all they have to do. Well, okay. To me, that's going to be the game of the year when I see them play each other. Like this is the game of the year. I don't give a fuck if they go oh and whatever before and no whatever after. Beat Colorado, so I have to take fucking four shots of gin. That's it. That's all I need. I want to see you take four shots of gin, so I am all in on the Colorado wagon. Am I supposed to take Baylor seriously? Am I I supposed to take Iowa State seriously? The the question is this, Benner. How seriously are you going to take Colorado? I Okay, I will take Colorado seriously on the standard that I have placed in front of Dion for his first year this year with the way he's come in and what this supposing roster that he's built through new recruits in the transfer portal, which on paper is a very talented roster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, if, if he beats Nebraska, if he beats CSU and if he gets a minimum of six wins to be bowl eligible, I will take Dion seriously. And that is in the pack 12. Are they playing Nebraska this year? Yes. That is uh that's week two. And it's NCU. Nebraska sucks too, bro. And Matt Matt well, Matt Rule's a, a, a college football coach, but they haven't been any good for a while. So I, I wouldn't really base it on beating Nebraska. They've got to do well in the Pac-12. They it's, just it's, have to. They're not season in the Pac-12. They're gonna have to do well. It's a natural rivalry with Nebraska that it's always expected. You gotta beat Nebraska, you gotta beat CSU. You know, I don't expect them to beat Utah. I don't expect them to beat U- USC, anything like that. I expect you to beat the teams that you're supposed to beat. Are they going to beat UCLA? Probably. What's the last time you heard of UCLA? UCLA I don't know. Good last year, bro. They'll beat, they'll beat Arizona. Oh, pff. dude, we can dude, round we... up, we can round up our, our chat group and go, and go play Arizona within a score. So, I mean, that's that's not that's anything to brag about. You know, it's like me saying, hey, I'm going to go around some guys. We're going to go beat the school for the blind. That's just Listen, it's not nothing really to brag about. I so. think they'll, they'll beat Nebraska. I have full faith they'll beat Nebraska. They'll beat CSU. For God's sakes, if they don't beat, beat, beat CSU, we're, this is wrong. Uh, they'll beat Arizona. They'll beat Arizona State. That's four wins right there. Two more for bowl eligibility. Let's see here. So you you tell me what, what you think here, okay? So they're, they're, they're scheduled. They have they – have, Jesus Christ, bro. They have TCU. Are they going to win that game? No, that's a loss. That's a, It's in Fort Worth. It's a loss. 
Nebraska, they'll beat Nebraska, and that's in Colorado. They have to win that. That's a win. Colorado State, they got to win that. What about Oregon? No, they'll lose that. USC, they'll lose. Arizona State, that's always a tricky one. That's a win. It's in Phoenix. Yeah, that doesn't matter. Arizona State's been so far bad these last few years that they're they're having to rebuild that program themselves. What about Stanford? Yeah, they'll beat Stanford. UCLA? Mm, I'll I'll mark that a loss. Oregon State? That's a loss. That's a loss. Arizona, they'll beat Arizona. That's f- that's five wins right there. Okay, so they've got to win one of the last two. One is Washington State, who's always tricky at Pullman. Are they going to win that game? Because it's at Pullman. It's and at it's, Pullman? A no- it's November seventeenth, so it's it's freezing. It's well, it's freezing in, in Boulder, anyways, that time of year. So, but it's at Pullman. That's always a always a trap game for for teams. That that game I, at Pullman. It, it feels in Colorado. I'd say Colorado wins that. I don't know I'm, if they win at Pullman. I, it, the, depending on how the seasons go, I'm going to say in this case the season is going decent for Dion. That's a win. That's the sixth win right there because that last because that last game of the season is Utah and they're not going to win that. They're not going to win that game. Yeah, but that's yeah. six. That's six wins. That's bowl eligibility. If Dion gets bowl eligibility in his first year, I'm not going to be worried about him going to the Big Twelve. Okay. Well. Here, and granted, this is pointless because they're not playing this year, but BYU is going to beat Sam Houston in the first week. They'll beat Southern Utah the second week. They got Arkansas at Arkansas. They're probably going to lose that game. They're going to lose that. They'll beat Kansas at Kansas. They're I don't know. That Kansas program was on the up last year. You know, if we're going off Texas Tech standards. Well, if, if you watch mm. the end of the season, they lost like three or four or four or five to end the season. So that's that's not a it's not a good way to end up your season. Cincinnati. I know. Then they have Cincinnati, who they'll they're lose, at, at lose BYU. There. Um, they'll lose there. They're going to lose at TCU. That's three. Um, Texas Tech at BYU. Let's let let let's see if you're going to. That's a loss. For who? Uh, BYU. Nope. They, they'll beat Texas Tech. They'll lose the following week at Texas. Yeah. They'll beat West Virginia the week after because West Virginia sucks ass. Yeah. They'll beat Iowa State, and then Oklahoma comes to town. Oklahoma had a shitty season last year. You got Oklahoma beating BYU, or you got BYU beating them? I got Oklahoma. I'll have Oklahoma beating them. Oklahoma. Oklahoma State the week after. That's yep. Oklahoma State too. I, so I, I I have I'll have BYU at four or five wins. That's not bow eligibility. Two, three, four, five, six. I have them at seven. So they're bowl eligible, barely. Um, Guild and New Mexico Bowl, baby. Yeah, that's probably where they'll end up. So let's go. So, yeah. Oh, sorry. So it's just New Mexico. So the week, the, the following year, Benner, you and I have that bet going on. Yeah, this is a 2024 bet. Very long standing bet. But... I yeah. hope they play each other in bowl season. Oh, dude, at that case, it'd be a 2023 bet, bro. Or uh, we'll move it up. We will. Let's, let's we will move it up. Yeah, the first time they meet from here on out. That's, <laughs> that's when the bet is. That would be great seeing them play like in the Poncetta Bowl or fucking Sun Bowl or some bullshit. God, can't wait for the group chat on that day. You know, or or hey, where are you playing? What's that bowl in like San Antonio, the Texas, uh, uh, the Alamo Bowl or some bullshit? You know, something <laughs> like that. That'd be funny. We might have to go just for the purpose of this bet. Fuck yeah, bro. And we'll take our shots there right after the game. We'll both have our, our thing and we'll we'll film it and show Stokesy. Bab, bab, here we go, bro. There. There's a short for that. This is going to be a good time, bro. Hell yeah. We're ready for college fucking football, baby. Oh, hell yeah, we are. 
Coach Prime. But fuck the NFL. Yeah, indeed. So fuck the NFL. They're, they're going to – here's the thing. Local broadcast is probably going to show that whole, like, signing day tomorrow for the application. They're just gonna, I'm just going to show up. You're just going to hear me in the background. Fuck BYU. <laughs> that guy really hates Mormons. Yeah, exactly. You're going to be seeing that on ESPN. Like, yeah, someone got hostile, but they had to see see you application signing. Son of a bitch, Benner. That's that's hilarious. Now, that's what, what would be even better, bring a giant top hat and be like, I'm going to look into it and uh, fuck BYU and put fuck BYU into a golden brick. That's right. Now, that is how you start an unholy war. An unholy war. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm, heard yeah. it here first here, heard it here first glad glad i let that continue that was that was fucking fun bro that was a good one better love it bro better got heated <laughs> i love it bro this is good shit bro better speaking to the third person why is this happening i fucking love it it's good stuff it's good stuff it's good stuff every week here on sports off broad street party on the big zo party on whatever you want to call yourself better Party on Stokesy, party on Benheimer. What All right, that's good enough for me. Let's sing it out for another weekend. Sports, Sports off. off. Broad Street. Party time. Excellent. I am Eeyore. Fuck BYU.